Hey, what's up? This is your host, Kat Jones. Today is February 2nd, 2020. I got something to say to you again, South Dakota, and this is Queer All Year. Hey, what's up? It's Kat Jones, like I said in the intro. Today is February 2nd, 2020, and I am here, as always, with my bro and sound producer, Mick G. Shalamopay! Good guy, good show, I guess. Maybe I shouldn't endorse people until I look them up. What do you think? Um, So, like I said, this is queer all year, right? I said that? Yep, I did, and it's February 2nd. So, that means we are here talking about at least one piece of legislature. I'm going to talk about a historical one, and I'm going to talk about, like, a historical one as in two days ago, as in watch your butts, South Dakota. Um, First of all, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Queer All Year Pod, or just Queer All Year. There's no one else out there called that. Just look for us. Uh, You can join our Facebook group, Queer All Year Fam, and get in the conversation and tell us we're doing good or we're doing bad or back off of South Dakota. But after this, I don't think you're going to want me to. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, everything at queer all year pod. And if you want to be super helpful, you can go out and leave a review, a five-star review, preferably and bump us up in the charts and get more people hearing about this kind of stuff. Me screaming about various states and history and whatever. Um, if you would like to, you can go check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash queerallyearpod. We just put out an episode totally crazy. Um, it turns out that our Patreon is super laid back and may involve some curse words that the regular podcast will not. So if you're not cool with that, um, I don't know. Still go donate to the Patreon, but maybe just don't listen to the bonus episodes. Except they're really cool and laid back, and you'll hear me and McGee talking weird. So, eh. Anyway, um, let's get to two pieces of legislature. One in the UK, and then one that makes my eyeballs bleed from two days ago. Okay? Let's move on to Clause 28 in the UK. And if we have any UK listeners, I know y'all just started screaming. I know. And I I screamed a little bit too for a little while. Uh, This is another gem from Margaret Thatcher. Well, I mean, I don't think she wrote it, but boy, was she excited about it and backed it. Oh, that woman. Um, So anyway, (laughs) in uh, 1988, Clause 28, or Section 28 sometimes it's called, um, was proposed as an amendment to a um, an act in 1986 and it uh, decided it was creating an anti-LGBT amendment creating a prohibition on supposedly promoting quote-unquote homosexuality by teaching or publishing related material and it banned local authorities and I'm not entirely sure what that means I think it's just like every single area's local authorities whereas I think a bill here would only apply to local authorities within wherever it was created I don't think the federal government can just say all local authorities have to you know round up the queer people or something you know um but whoever the local authorities are in the UK it banned them from intentionally promoting homosexuality with the intention of promoting homosexuality. What? What? 
So it literally says you cannot promote homosexuality by promoting homosexuality. So like you can't publish or teach materials that might promote homosexuality because they're promoting homosexuality. Still thinking through that one? I don't really... Okay. So, anyway, it also bans uh, the intention of promoting... Wait, no. The teaching in any maintained school of the acceptability of homosexuality as a pretended family relationship. So... Uh, maintained schools, from what I can tell, are state-funded schools. Um, that would be, like, our public school system here in the U.S. So that'd be state and federal dollars, all that kind of thing. You know, basically, like, like it is now, where you can't teach anything. My biology teacher had to be like, Alright guys, this is sex education. I am required to say that sometimes people are attracted to their same sex, and that's all I'm allowed to tell you. So, And then the flying spaghetti monster was created. We talked about this before. We've talked about many of these things before, okay. Um, to put in context how, you know, people were thinking at the time, um, later on in the year, the Education Reform Act was enacted, which required broadly Christian prayer in schools at the beginning of each school day. So that's the atmosphere that we're in. Um, I'm not sure if that was already a part of any education bills, but I couldn't find it earlier. Then later on, it was amended to be, like, broadly Christian some sort of worship act and that was put in I think in 2003 and that has not been repealed so any UK listeners we have um did you have to pray at the beginning of every school day and or if you're young enough are you having to pray today I don't quite understand and is it Christian like what if I'm a secular humanist like well okay anyway but I mean that's not much different from having to say the national anthem every day, which they don't do anymore, which I'm glad to hear because we're less sounding like North Korea. So, anyway, um, this has nothing to do with anything. That's just the atmosphere we were in. Uh, having to pray, no gay. Cool. That's terrible. Um, so, even though the act was officially enacted on May 24th, it was voted upon and passed by the House of Lords on February 2nd. And um, so the House of Lords probably sounds kind of awesome to U.S. listeners who don't know about it. And to the U.K. it probably sounds pretty boring. Um, the U.K. has two houses of parliament, I believe. And it's the House of Commons and the House of Lords. Yeah, house in both of them. Um, did you know that the Queen is not allowed in the House of Commons? The, the, uh, the monarch is never allowed in the House of Commons. It's very cool. There's this whole, like symbolic thing but it's like basically like the monarch can't interfere with the common people and that's the common people's house or something and like if when she wants to talk to when she opens parliament every year she's not allowed to go over there and like tell them to come over to the other chamber they have to send like a a member of like i don't know some house like door person or something and the person goes over there and knocks on the House of Commons door three times with his stick, walking stick thing, and asks to be let in. And someone opens the door and then slams the door in his face. And then he has to do it again. And then they go over to 
the House of Lords and they listen to the Queen. And like, seriously, I just learned this the other day. It was like Secrets of Parliament or something. And I was like, this is stupid. It's one of those like Secrets of Devonshire or Secrets of Windsor Castle or something. Watch it on Netflix. Those are like just really like you just turn off your brain and watch like there's nothing secret about this except Anne Boleyn maybe lived here at one point or something. Anyway, yeah. So um, House of Lords, House of Commons. Again, this has nothing to do with anything. This is a fun episode. Um, anyway, so this is a fun episode, you guys. So prior to the vote, so several women had snuck ropes into the public gallery above the House of Lords. Um, and I guess uh, there are many, many, many different accounts of this. So there were either three women or three women were involved, but eight women had been let in and like 10 women tried to get in, but only eight were allowed in. But, um, and I don't know where the three came from. I saw that one place. I don't know. Uh, even an account from one of the women was like just confusing as heck to me. Anyway, so several women had snuck ro ropes in above the house and when they voted to pass the bill they jumped down the ropes just like swinging around yelling lesbians are angry and like that's my rallying cry forever for everything now i want a t-shirt that says that oh my gosh i can't find one let's get t-shirts you guys um there's a lot of um denigrating stuff out there about these women you know like because a, because they were women, B, because they were lesbians, C, because government, whatever. Um, what I've seen a lot is misinformation saying that they interrupted the vote or they interrupted um, discussion about it, and that's just absolutely not true. It's like propaganda and just people perpetuating stupid things to keep down women and lesbians and anyone they don't agree with politically or whatever. So, um, they were also reported to be called the Lesbian Avengers, but I'm not sure. This could have been the first use of that term, but there is a, an official action group out of New York City called the Lesbian Avengers, and that wasn't formed until 1992, and this happened in 1988. So I'm not sure if, um... Uh, you know, lesbian Avengers is just, like, probably something that's just going to automatically come to mind for, you know, one day, like, someone's just, like, staring up at their ceiling, just thinking whatever, and then they're like, lesbian Avengers, and then that becomes a thing. So I can see it happening both sides and then not realizing that, but I also don't know if they were called the lesbian Avengers. I have found that a few places, but I have never seen it, like, officially said, yeah. Um... So anyway, it was an awesome protest, but the bill passed, and it was enacted in May. And it passed because they did not swing in and interrupt stuff. Like, that's just propaganda. Um, like I said, this was just a gem from Margaret Thatcher. And, uh, you remember that quote I read earlier in the year? Sometime in January? Children who need to be taught to respect traditional moral values are being taught that they have an inalienable right to be gay. All of those children are being cheated of a sound start in life. Yes, cheated. I have a feeling I'm going to be talking about her a lot and probably bringing that quote up again a lot because it's just, um, I hate it. And I, I like, I mean, it just embodies everything that she spouts out, I guess. I don't know. Like we said before, we thought we liked Margaret Thatcher. And then we learned that Margaret Thatcher existed. Okay. 
Um, they repealed this in Scotland in 2000, and then the rest of the UK got on board with repealing it in 2003. And uh, I'm pretty sure it elicited like an apology. And they were like, oh God, I'm sorry, we shouldn't have passed this. And it's like, it's kind of late for that, dudes. But, you know, they repealed it. Um, in an interview with Michael Howard, who was the then leader of the Conservative Party, um, he said um, it was brought in to deal with what was seen to be a specific problem at the time. The problem was the kind of literature that was being used in some schools and distributed to very young children that was seen to promote homosexuality. I thought, rightly or wrongly, that there was a problem in those days. That problem simply doesn't exist now. Nobody's fussed about those issues anymore. It's not a problem, so the law shouldn't be hanging around on the statute book. And, bro, you're just not, if you think it's not a problem anymore, if you think people aren't talking about it, then you're just not listening. You're just like sitting there with your headphones in, listening to a dumb podcast, like, gay is going away. No, gays didn't go away. Get, and we're still talking about it. And speaking of still talking about it, let's go to some you, South Dakota. God, how many times have I yelled at you like this week? And it's the second day of the month. So South Dakota House Bill 1215 was introduced on uh, January 30th. 2020 and it basically undoes every single lgbt right that has ever existed it uh the very first part of it is that the government will not sanction any sort of marriage that isn't between a man and woman and i mean it explicitly says that it's like section one paragraph one literally the first thing the state may not enforce, endorse, or favor policies that, number one, permit any form of marriage that does not involve a man and a woman. Later on, it says polygamy. So it won't endorse marriages that are, I think they had to put it in there because a man and a woman, okay, fine. What if I have like three dudes in my marriage, huh? And what about that? Well, later on, it says polygamy. And pol- is that bigamy though, legally when you get married? Like, I'm totally down with polyamory. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about polygamy. And then there's bigamy. And they're all illegal, aren't they? But, uh, government is like... I'm gonna sound like a Republican right here, but the government is way too involved in, like, marriages, I guess. It's the tax stuff and what shut mm. So anyway, also, um, you can't get benefits if you're in a marriage other than a marriage involving a man and a woman. So... Um, you don't get to have, like, any say over, you know, funeral stuff, which is always a big thing, and, like, if your spouse is in the hospital, like, guess what, now it's back to their family getting to make decisions instead of you. Like, yay. Um, if you guys could help me figure out section one, paragraph four, uh, McGee and I have kind of talked about it, and it's either, it's either, like, not necessarily a good thing, like, it's like a, just a status quo thing or a backward talking bad thing and it's so it's the state may not enforce endorse or favor policies that treat sexual orientation as a suspect class or as a basis of prohibited discrimination and i feel like it's probably saying that uh sexual orientation is no longer um protected from discrimination in like hiring and housing and that kind of thing but 
It feels like backward talking or it feels like they're still protecting it. I'm not, I don't know. Anyway, so <laughs> they use gender and sex as interchangeable terms again. And they do it in the same paragraph. It's so the state can't, whatever, uh, recognize a person's belief that a person was born a gender that does not accord with the biological sex of the person as determined by that person's anatomy at birth which then comes into intersex and like you know all those kind of like mm, if you're gonna say sex at birth like what happens with these you know people who are born with what is it atypical genitalia or whatever like it's just oh, they don't exist to people i don't understand this bill it also explicitly says that you, they cannot ban conversion therapy and that is like two negatives aren't canceling each other out they may not enforce a ban on conversion therapy so like mm, ever that just like specifically lays it out instead of like having a bill that like bans conversion therapy they have a bill that says like seriously you can't do that you know i don't know it's just like oh guess what also like no one's allowed to have drag queen story time. And drag queen story time is something I should have talked about a long time ago. And I guess I'm probably not going to go into it right now because we're rounding on 17 minutes, 18. Um, I feel like this can be a longer episode because this is like, oh my gosh, seriously? It's stressing me out so much, South Dakota. Like, I am tired. Literally, I am tired. And it's not like I didn't get enough sleep last night. It's like I read this bill and it made me really tired. Um... So drag queen story time is just this really awesome thing that usually goes on in like public libraries and where a drag queen comes and reads for story time. And now they're not going to be allowed to do that because why? Because why? How is it hurting anybody? They also can't mandate pronoun changes, which I don't know how you could. Do places mandate that? Like, I don't understand what mandate means. I don't know. Um. Ooh, right. And section one, paragraph 10. Here's a fun one. It lumps together homosexual, transgender, zoophilia, objectophilia, polygamy, and sexual orientation. All into the same little paragraph. And um, so let's talk about zoophilia first. It's a sexual attraction or fixation on non-human animals. But this is distinct from bestiality, which is the actual sexual act with interspecies, whatever, you know, uh, humans with anything that's not a human. So it outlaws the attraction to animals, but not the act. And I'm pretty sure that's stupid. It's just, ugh, stupid is not a good word. Don't use that word. Um... But then objectophilia is something that maybe people haven't heard of. And the correct term is object sexuality, but whatever. And it's a sexual attraction to inanimate or a specific inanimate object. Um, specifically, you might remember um, Erica Eiffel, who was married to the Eiffel Tower. And then there's Amanda Liberty, who is in a lesbian marriage with the Statue of Liberty. So um, they would not be allowed to be married in South Dakota. But again, object sexuality tends to be the sexual attraction to that object. It's not the act. So, and I don't even know what the act is. I couldn't find that. But, so, technically, it seems like you can get married to an object of the opposite sex in South Dakota because that's an act, maybe. I don't know. 
I am just trying to like rationalize. I'm, there's no way to rationalize any of this, so I'm like just dude, gonna make fun of it. Shut up. It's awful. Um, but yeah. So um, we are all in the same category as people who have sex with dogs in the Eiffel Tower. So um, yeah, just keep that in mind. I wonder. Mm, I bet they're gonna find a way to make zoophilia include furries. That's not cool, but you know it's gonna happen. If it pops into my head, then it's a thing. It's gonna happen. Um, so I hate this bill. Uh, yeah, it, you can't change your sex on a birth certificate. So like, this this bill, South Dakota would send you backward behind Kansas. Is all I'm saying. You don't wanna be like further back in time than us. So, um, you all, especially you, South Dakota, are all very important when it comes to legislation and our rights. We have to call our senators even though they're not going to listen to us and write letters even though you're going to just get a form letter back. Just be annoying as heck to your senators and anyone who's above you and can put things into law because they're not going to listen to us so we can at least annoy them. Um, so you are all very important in annoying the heck out of our people in power because apparently that's all we can do. This is, you hear this, this is going to be me for the rest of the night. Um, so yay for, gosh, South Dakota. Everyone is very important except for like these people introducing these bills and they are very important but not in terms of like they're um, whatever. Um, so you be careful out there, you guys. Just, I mean, these laws are going to get passed. Things are going to get passed. This one is for sure not, but I, there's a scheme and I know it. Um, so yeah, you're, you are important as a person too, not just as a tool to annoy people. So you have to realize your own importance as a person and keep up with the fight you know even though like it's exhausting i'm exhausted just thinking about it but doing this podcast is exhausting in terms of like my mental health but i adore doing this podcast i'm not going to stop so just as a as a person you and your rights are important and you are a very big part of history just by existing and you have to realize how much everyone loves you no matter what it seems dark a lot, especially lately, but you are surrounded by people who love you, and we are some of those people. We love you.